0: I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus.
1: We must have been at about forty thousand feet when it happened. <laughs> what was
0: that?
1: You are the Slayer, one girl in all the world. Did anybody see that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Hiya,
0: Pat. Well, hey there, Sammy Joe. What what's happening?
1: Well uh i had covid (laughs) i had covid last week you had
0: covid wow i
1: technically still do
0: (laughs) you technically still testing positive
1: yeah i got a test yesterday apparently you can test positive apparently apparently you can test positive (laughs) for three
2: months yeah
0: i heard that
1: so i think that's a rare
0: case though right that's not
1: I think, but I I don't know. To three months, I'll let you know. Yeah, I'll let you know how it goes. But yeah, Yeah. because I was like, well, I'm just gonna be really super safe. Because like you know, I'm I don't have really anyone in my life who's like super. um, uh, What's the word? Also, brain fog is a real thing. Yeah, um, that happens. But yeah, like there's there's no one in my life that is like uh, too. What's the word, Pat?
0: Compromised, <laughs> like, like immunocompromised. Yes, thank you, Immuno- yeah. com-
1: There's like a couple of people, but I don't really see them that often. Yeah. Um So, like in my kind of like close circle, not really too many. But I'm still, you know, like I don't want to pass it on to anybody. I mean, right. we're all vaccinated and everything, but right. Um, it was not fun. So I'm like, nah, I don't want anyone else. I to haven't have heard to
2: deal many
0: people say that COVID is. Perhaps fun.
1: No. Dave was like, are you kidding me? You like a whole week just sitting around watching TV? That sounds great. And I'm like, it's not. It sucks. (laughs) It's not. Like, I'm someone who likes to do things. Like, I like to keep busy, Mm -hmm. you know. I like to relax, too, but only for short periods of time.
0: Right. And also, when you're relaxing with COVID, it's not really like you're relaxing. Being sick, relaxing, it's usually not fun.
1: I had I had like I had a migraine for a couple of days. I had Oof. a fever the first day, like yeah. chills. You know, no the, fun. the whole the whole nine. It was no fun. I'm probably still kind of nasally sounding.
0: Nah, don't sound too bad. Well,
1: that's good. Yeah. Maybe I have like the sexy Phoebe voice. You know, eh, I don't want to go
0: that far. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So I appreciate you uh, taking a week off recording. Yeah. And it's good that we had an episode in the bank. Actually, but... we
0: did. We did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause last week I was like, oh, could I? I was like, me, I could, but I would have been like just, com- I would just have been depleted mm-hmm. afterwards. And yeah. I also might have like gotten lost halfway through the episode. And
0: which, like, w- which episode lost? <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> just like, just like the brain fog thing. Yeah. Like it was so crazy when I, when I finally like stopped having the headache and so I could like use my computer again and do like a little bit of work, Mm -hmm. I would only really be able to do like 30 minutes of work.
2: And then you just toast.
1: And then, yeah, like my brain and body would just be like, nope, Nope. you're done. Done now. Trying to multitask and like switching between things and even like, You know, like I would reply to an email and then go to reply to like a different kind of email and I would be like, okay, what? Like, let me read this email three times. Mm -hmm. So weird, man.
0: Yeah. But I'm glad to
1: be on the other side of it.
0: Well, good. I'm glad to see that you're not negative, but, you know, you're staying positive.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm staying positive about my COVID positivity.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Good. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I will uh, admit to you that I am looking at the notes from last week's episode or this week's episode of yeah. which I watched last week. And right, uh, I know. <laughs> not a whole lot is coming back to, to me. Oh, no. My notes don't really make sense to me, but uh, I don't know. Oh, wait, no. I, okay. All right. I see. A Hopefully word. Thanks, no, Thanksgiving. your lost Thanksgiving. notes do. That's yes. kind of ma- making sense to me. All right.
1: Which is kind of funny because, you know, uh this this past Sunday was Easter, so you know, so, holidays, you know holiday holiday times mm, sure
0: <laughs> did sense. you do
1: anything for Easter?
0: uh yeah we went and traveled uh, around to families and saw and ate some food so uh it was a nice nice little weekend there
1: nice yeah yeah we were supposed to go to my dad's, but that did not happen.
0: oh man, I bet there was some mashed potatoes involved too that you missed out on.
1: I don't know if he did mashed potatoes but he did have honey ham and I was really bummed about that Mm. because like number two on you know my like holiday feasting.
0: Is that honey ham? Yeah is is honey ham
1: like that's (laughs) number one is Thanksgiving mashed potatoes number two is Easter honey ham. Yeah gotta
0: have that HH. yeah, Yeah so
1: I like you know, I told my dad that I wasn't, I was like, I, I am feeling better, but like, I'm not going to risk it. Yeah. Um, and he was like, okay, well, you know, like I'll bring you ham. So Oh, that's I think, nice. Like, I think the next day my, my stepmom dropped off some ham, but I was like, don't come in. I don't want you to get COVID. (laughs) So she left it at the door. (laughs) And and there was also like a little package of applesauce in there. And she put a little brownie in for Ah, me. And I was like, (laughs) I feel so loved.
0: So nice. (laughs) The ham
1: was good too, so
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. Great. Well, I'm glad you still got to enjoy your honey ham, even though you were barred from the family get together. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you say? Should we get into Buffy?
1: Yeah, let's do that.
0: Let's get into Buffy.
1: All right, so this week we watched episode, also, hi, welcome to Kicking and Streaming. Oh yeah,
0: welcome. This is the podcast where Sammy Joe, and I watch Lost and Buffy. How about them yeah. apples?
1: And it's a great time.
0: It's, yeah, sure. Most it's of the time. what we do. unless we watch uh was was it zeppo that was not a good time (laughs) okay unless we forget so (laughs) i just like to bring it up every once in a while yeah
1: you do you just you just you know what you know what gets me and you just like to you just like to poke the bear just like to poke the bear. maybe there's a bear
0: oh what huh
1: okay let's just get into this all (laughs) right we'll come back to that uh yeah so this week we watched season four episode eight of buffy it is called pangs pangs,
0: pangs. yeah like hunger pangs
1: like hunger pangs which yeah. you know one character for sure had this episode oh yeah um <laughs> yep it aired oh, november right. 23rd 1999 so uh-huh. right around thanksgiving it was written by jane espenson and directed by michael lang hmm your predictions Michael from last Pangs. week. Am I right? Huh.
0: Sorry, it just rhymes. <laughs> so I, <it's>, yeah, week.
1: <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> All right. So your predictions from last week: Buffy won't know about the initiative for an episode or two. Then she'll find out, and it'll be a big reveal. You also said that the relationship with her and Riley seems one-sided, so you don't think that a romantic relationship will develop. And if it does, it'll be fleeting. Okay. Uh, you also said that because Spike is defanged, he will. So he's not really defanged. He has a chip, but that's fine to call to call it that. Okay. Um, and oh then yeah, said, it was like a
0: figurative, you know, figure speech, yeah. if you. Will. Yeah,
1: because afterwards you do say like he'll continue to be that way until he can be de-chipped. So you know right. that it's a chip. Yeah. Uh, which you said will eventually happen. Hmm. So those were your predictions. All right. So um, before we get into this episode, I just want to say there's obviously a crossover, Angel crossover situation happening here. Oh,
0: right. Sure is. Um, So
1: at the end of the previous episode of Angel, so it's Angel season one, episode seven, called Mm -hmm. The Bachelor Party, Uh, Doyle, who is... Kind of you could see him as, as Angel's sidekick. He's a half-demon who gets visions about people in trouble.
2: Mm. And
1: he tells Angel, and Angel goes and helps these people. So Doyle has a vision uh, in the previous episode at the very end of the episode of Buffy fighting what looks like a vampire. And he tells Angel about this vision.
0: Oh, Okay.
1: All right. All right. So we start the Buffy episode by following a guy through the woods and he seems like he's a little bit spooked. He keeps hearing things. Uh so, you know, we kind of think he's just an average joe, but then <laughs> Buffy pops out and she is not fooled by this mm. vamp in college boy's clothing. So she punches him and he vamps out. Then he tells her in this evil like sort of like exorcist devil voice. <laughs> How's it he's sound? Like, He's like, go back where you came from. <laughs> Things were great before you came. <laughs> oh,
0: it's man. Really easy. <laughs> yeah, Take it easy on those pipes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm yeah. still really congested. Yeah, you're um, not demon ready. <laughs> no, I'm not. Good thing I don't, that's like the only voice I have to do in this episode. <laughs> uh, so, you know, she fights him, stakes him. And as she stakes him, she's like, and they say one person can't make a difference. Uh, and then she kind of like looks around. She gets the feeling that she's being watched, but she doesn't see anyone. So she walks away and the camera pans to where Angel is hiding in the bushes.
2: Mm, and yeah. this is
1: the exact fight that Doyle had in his vision.
0: Gotcha. Now this is the exact moment where I went, no, <laughs> why? <laughs> why know, must you're... he show up again?
1: <laughs> Things were fine before yeah, you came. <laughs> we don't
0: need you. You have your own show, sir. But no, you gotta come. S- you gotta come scampering around our show <laughs> after you've already outstayed your welcome. Okay. Well,
1: I think we'll be grateful he's here. Mm, Although I'm sure you're not gonna that. be grateful or care at all about the crossover that I tell you about. But I'm gonna tell it to you anyway because that's why we're doing this show. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right so then we get the intro and then back from it anya buffy and willow are watching a groundbreaking ceremony for the new uc sunnydale cultural center from a distance because xander apparently now works construction mm-hmm. uh anya is ogling him ogling ogling Oogling? Oogling? i always
0: said ogling
1: Really? I always say ogling.
0: Well, it's spelt like ogling, but I don't know. I think my family always was saying oogling, like quit oogling.
1: All right, well, write in. Oogle, ogle, ogle. Oogle,
0: ogle, tomato, tomato. While well, yeah. you're at it, why not? Ogre. Ogre, ogre.
1: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Anya is talking about, she's like, really lusting over him, saying he looks so masculine. She's yeah. like imagining Take having sex with him.
2: Ya.
1: And Buffy <laughs> Buffy public. thinks <laughs> that he looks a little more village people. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Uh, Professor Gerhart of the Anthropology Department addresses the gathered crowd. She says how appropriate it is that this is taking place so close to Thanksgiving because that's what the melting pot is about, contributions from all cultures, making our culture stronger. And Willow is like... This is a load of horse hooey, she says. Horse hockey. Horse hockey? Oh, I don't (laughs) want to play horse hockey. No? That seems real dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She says to Buffy and Anya, she says, Thanksgiving isn't about blending of two cultures. It's about one culture wiping out another. And they make these animated specials about the part where the maze and the big, Belt buckles, they don't show you the next scene where all the bison die and Squanto takes a musket ball in the stomach. Jeez. She's like real fired up about this. Yeah. And so Buffy's like, Okay, now for some of that you were channeling your mother because I don't know if you remember Willow's mother is yes. some kind of like academic. <laughs> she is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kinda so high Willow's strong like, too. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, which Willow is a bit of that as well sometimes. Mm. Uh so Willow's like, Yeah, sort of. That's why she doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving or Columbus Day. You know, the destruction of the indigenous peoples. I know it sounds a little overwrought, but really she's right. And here we are 22 years after this episode aired. And like we're finally changing Columbus Day to Indigenous Peoples Day.
0: Yeah. (laughs) 22 (laughs) years later. (laughs) That's all right. You know, just took some time.
1: Yeah. And you know what? Maybe it's time, you know, we rethink how we celebrate Thanksgiving Day.
0: Yeah, maybe it's as time long as we, still we have mashed potatoes. how we celebrate Valentine's Day.
1: Well, yes, all holidays, all I mean, holidays, just throw them listen, out. You know you're what? You're talking to Who a cares? pagan, so I let's mean, let's just replace I'm them all, all for... with mashed
0: potato day. All right, everybody gets mashed potato day.
1: Mashed potato day every holiday. How about we celebrate the cycle of you know the planet, the seasons? Yeah, that's real and tangible.
0: Yeah, sure. Okay.
1: And you can have mashed potatoes for all of them if you want. That's fine.
0: That's fine. Yeah, until yeah, there's like a potato shortage because everybody's eating potatoes.
1: Yeah, because yeah. potatoes, the new celebratory food.
0: Right. If everybody's okay, eating fine. mashed potatoes.
1: Keep mashed potatoes to like, you know, your winter celebrations. Yeah, rotate. I mean, like they're not as good in the summer anyway. You know, nobody wants to they're sit not. out in 90 degree heat sweating and helping themselves to mashed potatoes. <laughs>
0: We're really in the weeds on mashed potatoes this episode.
1: (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I got to give up this obsession. But you know what? I had a lot last week because, like, (laughs) whenever I get, whenever I get anything where I have like a super sore throat, you know, I get all the soft foods. I get the mashed potatoes. It's on top of the list. Get the baby food. The applesauce. Get baby food. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Listen. Okay. My well, I get like the apricot stuff. Okay, so it's delicious. Yeah, but it tastes great. Okay. It's not like I get this, you know, mushy peas and gross carrot one. <laughs> okay, just the apricots, I get I get huh? the good stuff, just the apricots. <laughs> Why don't you just
0: get regular apricots and mash them up?
1: Because <laughs> that, I can't I can't waste be baby my energy mashed. doing that. It's got I got to have already it a little mashed jar up.
0: with the baby's face on it. It's the only <laughs> way I eat my apricots. <laughs> it's just, it's
1: applesauce consistency, so it goes down easy, you know? It's, <laughs> it's easy on my throat. All right. Soft.
0: Okay, That's what we're going for here. Puree, puree.
1: Exactly. All right. Okay, I didn't have the time to puree things myself last week. If I did, I would be out for the rest of the day. That'd be it. That'd That'd be be all my energy. All puree. Also, also, Appa had to have, I don't think I told you this, so we had to bring him in. His teeth are really bad, which Uh is pretty normal for corgis and chihuahuas. Yeah. So he had to go into the vet, and they had to, like, deep clean his teeth like basically like you know if we go for like a dental cleaning yeah that's kind of like what they had to do for him but they okay. had to put him under because he is a dog and he's crazy
0: yeah
1: uh and they had to pull out 10 teeth what yeah oh no so he's got like no little tiny teeths in his bottom like front what the heck you know of his mouth
0: they just pulled him out yeah yeah, he doesn't need these anymore i
1: mean it was all like little teeth but they were rotten they had to pull them out so he has so he still has like his front teeth on the top but just not or his yeah he he just doesn't have any of them on the bottom
0: no crowns they don't do that for dogs huh
1: no they don't do that for dogs. and they're like tiny they look like tiny little baby teeth you know right um but yeah, so he looks kind of he looks kind of fucking now, <laughs> and A little he Jack had to smile. Yeah, we and we feed him, you know, like dry kibble. So yeah. I had to soak it in water and mash it up so that he could eat it. Oh so no! So we were both eating soft foods last week. Oh okay, well. At least but literally, had that I to would mash his other. food. Yeah. and then I would like that. That would use up my energy for I could like I had to I would have to sit down for like half an hour. Wow. That's how crazy it was.
0: Wow. That's pretty crazy. Anyway, let's Anyways, get back to this. So sure. soft
1: foods. Baby food. Uh, all good. All right. What, where the hell were we? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Buffy says that her mom is visiting her aunt, so she's kind of bummed that she won't have a Thanksgiving this year. And Anya says, well, I think that's a shame. I love a ritual sacrifice and Willow and Buffy both look at her and she says to commemorate a past event, you kill and eat an animal. It's a ritual sacrifice with pie. She's not wrong. Yeah. Professor Gerhart (laughs) finishes her speech and officially kicks off the groundbreaking with a ceremonial first dig. And Anya starts to get upset because she's like, Xander's supposed to be doing the digging. (laughs) Um, And then Xander actually does start digging. Anya's happy again, and suddenly the ground breaks away beneath him, and he plummets to an underground chamber.
0: Yeah. I was like, what's this? Secret crypt? Well, I love underground places, so I'm excited.
1: I know. Also, they don't call before they dig?
0: They don't what? They don't call?
1: Yeah, you're supposed to call before you dig.
0: What do you mean? What's that mean?
1: What? You never heard that before?
0: No. What's that mean?
1: Have you ever seen like the CBYD um spray painted on the ground? Oh, I have
0: seen that. Never knew what yeah. it meant.
1: Call it's before you dig. Call before you dig. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, <clears throat> so basically you you find out if there's anything, you know, if there's anything like underneath the ground there. Wow. You have to get like surveyors or I don't know, people who figure that stuff out. Right. Whoever okay. those people are. I think surveyors is the right term. Sure. Don't know. Don't know Surveys. much about construction. Mhm. But yeah.
2: Okay. CBYD. called before you CBYD. date. I don't D. know.
1: I don't know if that's a newer thing. Maybe they didn't really have that as much, but clearly that didn't happen here because Xander just fell, fell right, right through. through. Yeah. yeah. Gave way. Um. So he he calls up, you know, to say that he's okay and kind of like shakes the dirt out of his hair, looks around, and we see a cross on a wall, open room. So it kind of looks like he's in an old church, mm. but, you know, less cavey and creepy than the one the master was in. Right. We cut to uh, Angel creeping around in the woods again, and then he looks up to the window of Buffy and Willow's dorm room, and we cut to inside. Buffy is looking out the window, again having that sense of being watched but she doesn't see Angel Mm -hmm. and Willow gives her the update that Xander fell into the old Sunnydale mission which everyone thought was lost she says huge earthquake in 1812 everyone just assumed the mission was leveled instead they built right over it it's like what happened in the 30s with that church the master was in doesn't it make you wonder what else is there like right under our feet and Buffy says mostly I've just found sewers full of demons (laughs) (laughs) And then there's a ruckus out in the hall. It's post-midterm Thanksgiving frenzy on campus. Buffy is again sad that she'll be missing out. But then she's like, you know what? I'm going to have my own Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, um, Friendsgiving.
1: Yeah. yeah. And Willow said, Buffy, earlier you agreed with me about Thanksgiving. It's a sham. It's all about death. And Buffy says, it is a sham. But it's a sham with yams. It's a yam sham. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And so, you know, she she kind of plays off her emotion. She's like, you know, I just, I, I smell a turkey and I'm eight again. And Willow's kind of like, fine, I guess there can be yams, you know.
0: Yeah. Yams are just sweet potatoes, yeah?
1: I think so.
0: Yeah. I think it's a shorthand, short yam, if I may.
1: <laughs> short yam. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a big sweet potato person
0: what I gotta say as someone no. who loves potatoes so much yeah. you would think sweet potato would be right behind there
1: I know but it's not Wow you know I like my potatoes salty okay
0: salty plain
1: Sweet potato just isn't right to me no. i like sweets i like if potatoes little, i like to keep uh, them brown
0: sugar and some butter on there i mean come i know on, i mean my sandwich, dad yo. my
1: dad has made like sweet potatoes and it's so it's fine i'll have like you'll have a little spoonful you know yeah. but not like the six spoonfuls i'll have of like i mashed mix
0: i'll throw some sweet oh potatoes and you're regular a monster. mashed potatoes you're <laughs> <a monster>. <laughs> 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 yeah i'll even throw the stuffing right in the middle who cares oh my god yeah here we go just mix it all up you know
1: wow my, my sister would not be able to handle that no? She has to have like everything Separated. separate on her plate yeah can't she has to have like a separate plate for like peas or corn yeah if they mix not with me. the mashed potatoes like it's she can't handle it Ah, uh, i don't really care about that I too say. much
0: but yeah slop but then it.
1: it's like you don't know, have the different <laughs> flavors you know
0: yeah well you do they're just kind of it's like a you know it's a a flavor uh, like a
1: shepherd's pie
0: yeah I like shepherd's pie, too.
1: You know, I really hope Jack makes a pie at some point so we can call it Jack, Jack Shepherd's Shepherd Pie.
0: pie. Mm. We should do a cookbook uh, from this podcast and then <laughs> it's just It's going to be 80%
1: with... mashed potato recipes. <laughs> it's just all
0: mashed potato <laughs> recipes with just different lost character Some names.
1: fish stuff with yeah. fish puns. That'll have to come from you because I don't eat fish, so.
0: Hurley fries.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, I like that one. That one's not bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. All right. We'll, we'll <laughs> put that on the
1: put that on the idea sure. bucket. Um All right. So, yeah, Buffy, so then, you know, Willow Willow gets behind this Thanksgiving idea and then she suggests that they not invite Anya and Buffy says, "I don't know. She and Xander seem pretty tight lately." And she says, "Look, pilgrims aside, isn't that the whole point of Thanksgiving? Everybody has a place to go?" And we cut to a very very downtrodden, pathetic looking Spike. He's in the woods, bundled up in a torn blanket, oh, shivering. Oh, yeah.
0: That's right. I said uh, Spike looking like old Mother Hubbard. That's what yeah, I wrote Yeah, he
1: does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he looks back and then he runs, and we cut to Riley, Forrest, and Graham in their commando garb, and their faces are painted camouflage because they lost their masks.
0: I was wondering that, too. I was like, it seems like a lot of effort to put on this camo face paint. Is it really worth it? And Uh especially, like, if you come across, like, uh, normies or civilians, like, there's no hiding that face paint.
1: Yeah. What if they run into Buffy? Like, she's going to know who they
0: are. You got to wash that stuff off. That can't come off easy. No. No.
1: So I'm assuming that that was for the audience's sake, but I was like, I was like, you know. I mean, it adds
0: effect. Don't get me wrong. It looks great.
1: Yeah. And I mean maybe at this point a lot of people are off campus.
0: Yeah. But But also does... his hair is like blonde. He's got like I know. Those nice blonde He's locks.
1: Like... Right.
0: You know, you gotta, gotta put gotta make, mud um, in them. Yeah, they they gotta make some hair camo. Hair mo. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Let's put maybe that just on the put idea on list too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I think, think it's just a... called wigs. <laughs> wigs? No, I'm just I'm saying like get some camo paint and flow it through your hair, you know, mm. just like you'd put it on your face. You already got the, you already got the, uh, what, what do you call them? Fatigues. Okay. Mm-hmm. You might as well just camo up this your conversation hair. conversation is you making me saying? fatigued. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Everything does. <sighs> think it's think okay. I <laughs> think this is a great idea.
1: Uh, sure. It's a great yeah. idea. Patented. We'll it...
0: Okay. On this okay. podcast. Nobody steal yep. it, please. Hair mo.
1: hmm Hermo. <laughs> <Hair> <laughs> um, all right, yeah. So they're no masks, whatever. uh They're talking about their Thanksgiving plans, and Riley says that his, you know, he's going to be flying out only on Wednesday, so it's mm-hmm. kind of short for him. Thanks to you know, Hostile Seventeen, aka Spike, still being on the loose forest says it's neutered the implant works great we can't he can't hurt a single living thing and riley says as long as he knows about the initiative he's a threat we do this the professor's way so basically professor walsh is telling them to stick around okay forest is like mom mama's boy mama's boy there we go that's the right way of doing that um and riley is like oh got a cough there maybe you should go quarantine Forrest is like, no, I'm good, and you know. So Riley says that he doesn't want anyone getting sick. Cut to Xander not looking so great.
2: No, he's struggling little... to put
1: on his socks.
0: Hey, this is kind of a crossover, huh? For real life.
1: Yeah. You weren't feeling kinda. so great last week.
0: No. Yeah. Thankfully,
1: it's not what Xander has. Yeah. Which is. Well, we'll get to it. We'll,
0: we'll get to it.
1: We'll get to it. Mm. Um. Yeah, so he's not looking good. He's struggling to put on his socks. Anya, um, you know, Anya enters his, his basement abode and t- feels his head, tells him he's sick and he can't go to work. So he, she pushes him back on the bed um, and Xander tries to protest, but she says, I inflicted a lot of putrefying diseases on men when I was an avenging demon and you look like you're getting all of them. Xander tells her that she should go or she might catch it, but Anya says, we'll die together. It's romantic. And then she starts taking off his pants, not in, you know, a sexual way, just to make yeah. him comfortable. <laughs> right. Just get and the Zan-
0: fever, you know?
1: Yeah. Xander says, you're a strange girlfriend. And Anya is surprised but delighted to hear him call her his girlfriend. girlfriend. Yes. Cut to the lost mission, where a strange green fog makes... It's kind of like the smoke demon, but little green. Oh green, yeah. Um... It, it uh, makes its way out up through the hole in the ground. And then we see Professor Gerhardt on the phone cataloging artifacts and telling whoever she's on the phone with that she's excited about the mission. But, you know, now they're going to have to find a new location for their cultural center. And she hangs up as she's looking into a case and the green fog Snakes in behind her and then coalesces Ooh. around an ancient knife.
0: Nice word. That, that
1: word. Thank yeah. you. Yeah,
0: coalesce. Yeah, mm. it
1: materializes.
0: Yeah, I just said turns into. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, I had to get my brain back. I was like, I have to feel smart again. Right. <laughs> Let's use some big up. words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it um, it forms into an indigenous man before mm-hmm. her eyes who grabs her. And then slits her throat with a knife. So violent. Very violent. Mm. And then we cut to a break. And back from the break, Buffy and Willow are at the site of the professor's murder looking for clues. Willow says the professor was missing an ear, so they might be looking for a witch. She says, there's some great spells that work much better with an ear in the mix. Which, Mm. you know, is why I have my collection of ears strung up behind me back Uh, there.
0: Oh, oh, is that what that is? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Hmm. (laughs)
1: just kidding it's stars (laughs) (laughs) or is it okay and buffy says that's one fun little hobby you've got there will and willow says or maybe an ear harvesting demon that like is building another demon completely out of ears or ooh, thought we're just assuming someone else cut off the ear what if it was self-inflicted like van gogh
2: Mm. and she
1: continues to spin wild theories um, While Buffy finds the empty stand where the knife had been and reads the label, which says "Early 1800s Shumash Knife," Willow asks what it looked like, and we cut to Buffy and Giles's kitchen. She says, "Pretty darn scary. It was more like a riot than a Ralph's." I thought I was going to have to use Slayer moves on this one woman who's completely hoarding the pumpkin pie filling. <laughs> so she is talking about grocery shopping Brokey for shopping. Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's she's the worst. pulling. Yeah she's pulling groceries out of bags preparing for her dinner and giles reminds her that you know he wanted to know about the murder and so she fills him in and giles tells her that the chumash indians were indigenous to the area as buffy searches his cabinets and scolds him for not having a turkey pan he asks why they're not doing it at her house and she says giles if you would like to get by an american society then you're going to have to follow our traditions you're the patriarch. You have to host the festivities or it's all meaningless. Hmm. And Giles says, and this is in no way an elaborate scheme to stick me with the cleanup. Buffy quickly changes the subject back to the murder. And Giles promises to look into the Shumash connection.
0: Hey, we had a uh, roasted chicken tonight. kind of a Oh, you crossover. did? Yeah.
1: Oh, look, look at, that. at that. Yeah. Nice. I had turkey soup.
0: What? So also, also kind of a crossover. Yeah, look at us. We're yeah, it's so like on a turkey turkey episode. meatball soup.
1: Oh. Pretty good actually. Mm. But I'm kind of like souped out.
0: You souped out from this? Souped out <laughs> <laughs> from this past. I'm week. like,
1: uh, I need to not have soup for like at least three weeks now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Buffy says that she needs to pick up more things, and she leaves. And just after she does, Angel enters. From wherever Giles was hiding him.
0: Mm-hmm. In a closet, hanging out like E.T. again, this guy.
1: Yep. <laughs> and there might be some more E.T. references in oh, this Oh, that's episode.
2: true. I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> um, and so he says that whatever killed the woman in the museum must be the danger. And we're going to do a few lines here. Okay. Okay. So do you want... I'm assuming you'll want to be Giles and not Angel? Uh, yeah. I figured. Okay. So... Uh, you can start with Giles's line.
0: Yeah, well, this, this danger your friend has some ominous vision about Buffy. It's all terribly vague. I mean, there are other things happening on this campus.
1: Well, maybe I'm wrong, but I gotta try something. I can't just keep watching.
0: I'm glad that you're watching out for her, but I feel I should remind you that she's not helpless, and it's not your job to keep her safe.
1: It's not yours anymore, either. Are you going to walk away?
0: All right. But I feel we should tell her. I don't like keeping this secret.
1: No. If she knew I was here, it would distract her. It could get her hurt. I don't want to get in the way.
0: Um, I'm assuming that there's some connection to this old mission? Something is angry about being disturbed?
1: Or maybe it was trapped there and now it's released. Something that has a fondness for ancient weapons. You know Father Gabriel? No. He knows the history of this place pretty well. His family dates back to mission times. He might be able to fill in some blanks.
0: Okay, well, I'll see about contacting him. Where are you going? To watch her. It's not fair. You know what she'd say. You can see her, but she can't see you?
1: Believe me, I'm not getting the good half of this deal. To be on the outside looking in at what I can't... Well, I'd forgotten how bad it feels. So he's referencing when he first saw Buffy... Mm-hmm. as when she became the slayer remember he watched her then and oh always had watching to remain on the outside yeah. yeah
0: this guy's always creeping creeping he's a and...
1: guardian angel
0: hmm, boy yeah <laughs> remember that time he smacked her <laughs>
2: yeah i know
1: so we cut to a sad spike wrapped in his blankie longingly oh. looking in at vampires sharing a thanksgiving meal of fresh human Then we see Willow and Buffy walk downtown, Buffy intent on making her own whipped cream and not using the can, and she's telling Willow that she has an appointment with the priest Giles called about when Riley calls to her, and then Willow heads into the coffee shop to give them privacy, and then she's grabbed by Angel, who covers her mouth and assures her that he is not evil, that he's just there to help Buffy. She tells him that, you know, she, that he should talk to her, but he says that that would be worse. So he kind of repeats some of the stuff that he, you know, some of the conversation he had with Giles. Mm-hmm. And then Willis says, see, I don't get that. All this leaving for her own good garbage, because that's what it is. You can't just give up because there's obstacles. What kind? And Angel cuts her off and she's like, sorry, my stuff. <laughs> So, yeah, obviously she's talking she's, about Oz. Yeah, she's talking yeah. about Oz leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, Angel notices Riley and asks Willow who he is, and then we cut back to Buffy and Riley. She invites him for Thanksgiving dinner, but he tells her that he's headed back to Iowa that night, visiting his grandparents' farm for Thanksgiving. Oh, isn't so, that wholesome? See, Pat? Yeah, he's he's not too squeaky clean. He's just the right amount.
0: He's yeah, just I don't a know. Nice... He could no? be going to some commando training, you know, Seance. Who knows? You know?
1: I think he's just a nice boy from the Midwest. You think so? But then again, so is Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly, Sammy Joe. <laughs> I'm on to this guy. Too uh, I know squeaky you clean.
1: <laughs> so then we cut to Harmony's Crypt, where Spike is desperately trying to get back in her good graces. And she tells him that she's in control of her own power now. And then he starts to like roughly kiss her and he carries her to the bed. And she, tries, she starts to give in and then pushes him away and says, I'm powerful and I'm beautiful and I don't need you to complete me. And she goes around the bed, takes out a stake from under the mattress, which Spike is like, what? He like falls back off the bed and is like, you had that under our bed the whole time? <laughs> Um, yeah,
0: it's dangerous you could just roll he, right onto that thing dust yourself
1: yeah that he's like you know how dangerous that is Yeah. so she uh, she stalks towards him with the steak he trips and then he asks her if he could have someone to eat <laughs> hmm. now, she scowls uh, and he runs
0: off quick technical question here as a vamp yeah. I feel like uh, I'd be afraid maybe I've already asked this to jump over like a picket fence like what if you trip and fall on a picket fence you're done for right
1: yeah, we have talked about this okay. before. Okay,
0: all right. Well, it just yeah, goes I mean, to show you that.
1: As long as you're, <laughs> a, it has to be a stake through the heart, right? So Oh, it
0: has to be through the heart. Okay. Yeah. So it can't just you, like stick in the butt or the leg.
1: Right. If it yeah. sticks you in the butt or the leg, it's, you know, it's going to hurt, but it won't be in the heart. And yeah. And maybe some of that should become a little bit more clear mm. later this episode. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I do feel like you asked me that before. It does have to be a stake to the heart.
0: Makes sense. Or
1: a picket fence to the heart, if you I feel will. like
0: you really got to have some power to throw that thing into a heart, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not easy, you know?
0: Yeah. you Speaking from experience?
1: No. I'm just... I mean, if <laughs> <No>. you think... <laughs> <No. laughs> <sighs> I'm just like, if you think about, you know, Xander, Willow, Giles, like yeah. Giles a little bit more, you know, obviously has like studied and trained, but like Xander yeah. and Willow have been fighting alongside Buffy for four seasons now. Right. And even they don't get stakes in that They've had a handful of dustings. Right. So, yeah. you know, it's not easy. You definitely need some strength to, to do it. So, okay. um, Yeah. So then Buffy walks around a fancy church calling for Father Gabriel. She takes the door outside and sees Father Gabriel strung up by the neck, his throat being slit by the same Native American man who killed Professor Gerhardt.
0: She's so much throat slitting.
1: Yes. Buffy fights the man. He pins her to the ground and he tells her, I am vengeance. I am my people's cry. They call for Hus. Hus. hus? for the avenging spirit <laughs> to carve out justice.
2: Mm.
1: And Buffy says, they tell you to start an ear collection. And she kicks him and they fight some more until Buffy has him pinned. And she's got his dagger pointed at him. And he says, you slaughtered my people. Now you kill their spirit. This is a great day for you. And she's mm. like, "Oh shit!" So she shoves him away, and and he stands. Then he turns into a flock of blackbirds. Wow, just a murder. fly off into the night.
0: He a turns murder. into a murder of crows.
1: He does.
0: Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I just watched the new Batman, Sammy Joe. Oh yeah. Spoilers for the end of this episode. Yeah. Okay. And uh, this guy sounds like Batman a little bit. I am vengeance. That's what Batman says. Yeah. New Robert Pattinson one. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, is the voice gro- even more grovelly?
0: Um, it's not too grovelly. It's not like the Christian Bale grovel. Yeah, that was like, you know, top like, grovel, top grovel. But yeah. <laughs> this one, you know, this one's gravel? a little understated. Gravel,
1: I think it should be gravel,
0: gravel, gravelly yeah. voice.
1: Gravel is like you know, asking for forgiveness.
0: Well, gro- well, it's like Grover from Sesame Street is gra- yeah. graveling, grovel. Okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> just throwing it together you know like grover has a funny voice doesn't he yeah it's like something like that so yeah.
1: you're saying batman the new batman sounds like that
0: it sounds like yeah exactly like that
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i'll have to see this movie now yeah
0: now you gotta see it i mean That's i was you know
1: hesitant because robert pattinson twilight you know
0: there's some baggage there
1: some baggage there but no yeah. actually i like robert pattinson i've seen him in other stuff and i yeah, think he's, no, he's good. Um. How would you? Well, we'll talk about Batman yeah, we'll later because I I am curious to know how you uh how you felt about it. All right. So, um, back at Giles' apartment, Buffy puts something in the oven, probably the turkey, as Giles (laughs) peels potatoes and tells her, it's clear we're dealing with a spirit of some kind. It's very common for Indian spirits to change to animal form. And Buffy corrects him that we say Native American, not Indian, Mm
2: -hmm. which made
1: me chuckle because I remember correcting my dad when he would say Oriental instead of Asian. It's like, can't say that, Dad.
0: Yeah. It's
1: a generational thing, you know? Always
0: got to educate the the previous the generations olders. yeah yeah when do you think we're gonna become those generations i feel like soon?
1: um i feel like pretty soon you know pretty soon or yeah you, it's gonna roll I feel over? like once we hit our 40s
0: they're gonna be like hey <laughs> yeah yeah okay all right I mean, well that's but something I fun also, to look
1: forward to but we're also like pretty woke you know <laughs> says you well you and i also worked for a liberal university right like Mm. we had to we had to be a lot more um pc Mm -hmm. so i don't know but there's always going to be stuff that changes sure you know i mean i think like i think our generation because we're older millennials i don't know if you are you still considered a millennial i'm an older millennial i think by like a year yeah okay So, I think like the older millennials, like we're the generation that is still trying to figure out gender pronouns. Yeah. Like, I think that's our struggle. Yeah. That's going to be our struggle <laughs> is a, like struggle. not making gender assumptions.
2: Yeah. I mean, right. it's going to
1: be everybody else's struggle, too, just like, you know, just like yeah. it wasn't just my dad's generation. Probably like, probably more normalized for the
0: younger generations because yeah. they're growing up with it. And for us, it's fairly new.
1: Right. Yeah. So I, I know like that's at least like that's something that I struggle with is like not being presumptive about that. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like that's maybe going to be our struggle. Time will tell, Pat. We'll see. Anyway, so she says, the thing is, I like my evil like I like my men. Evil, you know, straight up black hat tied to the train tracks. Soon my electro ray will destroy Metropolis bad. <laughs> Not all mixed up with guilt and the destruction of an indigenous culture. There's no uh, reference for that. The soon my electro ray will destroy Metropolis. Is that? Yeah. I'm it doesn't assuming ring that's- a
0: bell for me. It sounds okay, like so- something old timey sci-fi.
1: That's what I was. I was like, this is either some it's like kind a Star of Star Trek thing. Yeah. Or like, yeah. I don't know. I just Googled it and I don't see anything. <laughs> Nothing's coming up. Nothing's coming up. Maybe it just popped
0: up. out of uh, the writer's brain. He's like, I don't know. Just say silly words. Electro ray. There's, there's boogaloo. a
1: 1927 movie called Metropolis.
0: There's also a 19 something movie called uh, Breaking. Uh, Break. 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 What is it? Breaking? Breaker? What? Break dance. Breaking Bad? Break break Dance too, <laughs> Electro Bugaloo. What? What's oh. it called? Breaking? I think it's called Breaking. <laughs> breaking 2, Electro No. <laughs> no? That's not what it's, it's called? Um... What is it? Break Dance.
1: Oh break. my God. Break Why it. can't I think of it? It's not <laughs>
0: Breaking. It. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's Breaking. Is no, it a Breaking?
1: No, it's not. It's not? What is it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I...
0: Electro Bugaloo.
1: Oh, my God, you're right. It is Breakin' 2, Electric Boogaloo. Look at that, boogaloo.
0: Breakin'. What? <laughs> yeah, Breakin' 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I was right That's on the money. That's
1: crazy. Yeah. Well, I never saw Breakin' 1, so.
0: I never did either. I just remember my brother uh, just introducing it to me. Like, hey, do you ever hear of Breakin'? And I was like, no. And he's like, yeah, they had Breakin' 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs>
1: Like, what <laughs> yes. it's it's funny that you say that because i feel like i've definitely heard electric boogaloo yeah but i've only ever heard it as like uh like a joke kind of a thing like yeah it's like a, a
0: joke sequel name
1: exactly yeah. like people always saying something to electric boogaloo and right. i so i'm like I'm like, oh, this is the real. Yeah, <laughs> this is I the never, real one. I never Breaking knew the real. Breaking <laughs> Electric two. Boogaloo. Well, you know, 80s dance movies, like sign me up. I feel like I got to see both of
0: these. Yeah. I know. Put that
1: on my list.
0: Makes me want to listen to Herbie Hancock. Yeah? Wait, is that Herbie Hancock? No, it's not. Let's push it real good. Yeah, salt it? and pepper. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. I didn't
1: know. I don't know where you were going with that, but no, I think. Yeah, I think it's definitely... also Herbie
0: Hancock. I don't know.
1: Salt and pepper.
0: Oh, uh, what's Herbie Hancock's song? It's just called Rocket. That's what it's called, and it sounds just like that. Nee, 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 All right, let nee. me listen to this.
2: Oh
0: yeah that's what it is okay it is different all right yeah
2: so that's what you were thinking of yeah all right
1: wow that music video was really scary and i'm gonna have to watch some cartoons before i go to bed
0: <laughs> yeah and that song's really long too it's like a seven nine minute song something like that yeah and uh yeah
1: Cool. Well, now that we've gone down this wild 80s sci-fi crazy music. Electric
0: boogaloo. <laughs>
1: Electric boogaloo. <laughs> um, so yeah, Giles reminds Buffy that Huss, Huss? Huss. Huss. Huss and I boots. Don't, I don't remember how he pronounced his name now and I feel bad but the indigenous man has killed innocent people and Buffy tells him to put the potatoes through a ricer and then panics that he doesn't have a ricer then realizes she doesn't know what a ricer is anyway so Giles promises to mash the potatoes with forks much like the pilgrims must have <laughs> uh, that's funny um, so she's definitely like panicking about making Thanksgiving perfect, which as I was watching this, I'm like, I was having like a little bit of, uh, like trauma stress because I'm Uh-oh. like, wow, this is like, this is me anytime I host people. <laughs>
0: like Yeah.
1: I was like, wow, that is what I look like. Put a anytime lot of pressure on yourself people. to make it yeah, perfect. Yeah. I'm like running around like crazy, trying to get people to help me and, yeah, And, like, not able to manage the situation, always running behind. But <laughs> Buffy actually does pretty well. Hmm. She's very good at delegating. Um, I am not as good at that. <laughs> so Buffy says that she wants to try to find a way to stop him without slaying him. And Willow arrives with peas and a huge pile of books. And we're going to do some lines here. Okay. You be Giles. Uh-huh. And Buffy. Okay. And I will be Willow. Okay. Okay, so Willow shows up with peas and hands them to Buffy. And then Willow uh, puts down her huge pile of books and Buffy says,
0: These are frozen.
1: What's all that? Atrocities. I got the full poop on the Chumash Indians in our fabulous buried mission.
0: You said you were going to get fresh ones. Atrocities? peas they come in little pods you're going
1: to shell them i didn't have time i was busy reading about the chumash war
0: the chumash were peaceful
1: oh they were peaceful all right they were fluffy indigenous kittens till we came along
0: they're gonna be mushy
1: they won't be mushy
0: i like mushy peas you're the reason we had to have the pilgrims in the first place so what happened to the chumash
1: so Willow tells them that the Chumash people were subjected to imprisonment, forced labor, herded like animals into a mission full of bad European diseases. And the few Shumash who tried to rebel were hanged. And when a group was accused of stealing cattle, they were killed, men, women, and children. And for proof to bring back to their accusers, they cut off their ears. Yikes. Then we cut to an exterior viewpoint of someone looking in through Giles's window, as Willow suggests that they help this guy instead of stop him. Giles says, no, I think perhaps we won't help the angry spirit with his rape and pillage and murder. And we see a wolf looking in through the window.
0: This is wolf cam. Point of view, wolf cam.
1: (laughs) Wolf cam. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then the wolf runs off. Willow suggests that they bring the atrocities to light and give the Shumash their land back, and she and Giles start arguing, and Buffy tries unsuccessfully to cut in and then not able to take it anymore. She says, I have to baste, and heads back into the kitchen. <laughs> when she's gone, Giles and Willow whisper about Angel, and then Anya and Xander arrive, and Giles is like, you look like death. Literal smash cut to the indigenous man, smashing up a glass case, case in the cultural center, taking out more weapons of his people. Hmm. Then we go back to Giles's apartment, where Anya is dabbing Xander's head as he rests on a couch, and he tells them that the doctor couldn't figure out what he has because he's got a lot of s- symptoms that don't connect. And then Buffy is like, oh, weren't the Schumash people... Didn't they Didn't they get, you know, all these diseases when they were in the mission? And Willow recounts the various diseases. Malaria, smallpox, syphilis.
0: So, mm-hmm.
1: thankfully, I didn't have any of those things.
0: Yeah, good thing.
1: Xander panics, but Willow assures him, you know, it's probably mystical and will go away as soon as they figure out what to do about this guy. Because they still don't really have a plan. Mm-hmm. Giles sarcastically suggests giving them land at this point, uh, because that's what Willow had said. And then Xander says, "Can we come rocketing back to the part about me and my new syphilis?" And Anya says, "It'll make you blind and insane, but it won't kill you. The smallpox will." Oh, so boy. you know, always a, always a bright spot, Anya. <laughs> <laughs> Anya. <laughs> yeah. Willow says, "You know, maybe there's a spell that can cure it." And she it's finds always a spell. Yeah, a find your
0: missing uh, keys, right? Isn't that, wasn't that Man, one? Man,
1: that'd be great.
0: What am I thinking of? Wasn't I there, don't know. There's a silly spell that she learned a few episodes back. I don't to
1: know. find her missing keys?
0: <laughs> I don't think it was find missing <laughs> keys or something else. Oh,
1: I think uh, you might be thinking of um, when she and Oz were trying to figure out uh, how to stop the ascension. Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, if we want to... You know, if we want to talk to ferns or something. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's what it was. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then we said like, oh, if you drop your keys in the ferns, that's what I was thinking. Yes. Then it would be helpful. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's what you were thinking.
0: All right. Just mixed them up. That's all. (laughs) Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, so Willow's like, oh, there's probably a spell for this. And then she pulls out a piece of paper and she's like, look, an ingredient list for a potion. Sage, salt, onion? And Buffy says, that's the stuffing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They go back to arguing about how exactly to handle this avenging spirit. And Xander says, slaying him? The representative from syphilis votes yay. And when Willow objects again, he says, he's a vengeance demon. You don't talk to vengeance demons. You kill them. And Anya the ex vengeance demon is not happy about you know she's like i didn't know you felt that way to xander and then so xander and anya are fighting giles and willow are fighting buffy gets up and flees to the kitchen again and giles follows her and says buffy xander's in real danger are you sure the solution is pie and buffy says over bickering and confusion i'll take pie Giles says, we will find a solution. Buffy says, and we will have a nice dinner, okay? Both. End of story. I'm having Thanksgiving, and it'll be perfect. (laughs) And Giles says, huss won't stop. Vengeance is never sated, Buffy. Hatred is a cycle. All he will do is kill. There's a knock at the door. Buffy goes to answer it, but looks out and sees no one. And then Spike pops out from the shadows next to the door, hiding in his blankie, and he says h- desperately, Help me. And Buffy shoves him back. <laughs> he goes tumbling into the sun and sizzling. And he says, What part of help me do you not understand? <laughs> She's like, The part where I help you. He gets up and, you know, he's still smoking and sizzling. And he says, I'm par boiling out here. And Giles hands Buffy a steak. And we're gonna do some lines. Okay. So you be Spike, I will be Willow and Buffy. So we can start with, like, Spike is is trying to get them to invite him in, um, and Giles is like, oh, you know, that's not going to
0: happen, so. Oh, damn it. Look, I'm safe. I can't bite anyone. Willow, tell him what I did.
1: You said you were going to kill me, then Buffy.
0: Yes, bad. But let's skip that part and get to the part where I couldn't bite you. It's true. He had trouble performing. Yeah, well, it looks like they've done me for good. Um, What are you saying? I'm saying that Spike had a little trip to the vet and now he doesn't chase the other puppies anymore. I can't bite anything. I can't even hit people. So you haven't murdered anybody lately? Let's be best pals. I've got information about the soldier boys you were fighting. Got the inside scoop. Come on, what have you got to be afraid of?
1: So we cut back to Hus. He's gathering more weapons, or he has gathered the weapons, and he's now laying them out in the mission. And he says, first, people who dwell in Mashupashup, hear me and descend. And I'm sorry for my pronunciation. I'm doing my best. That one I think was pretty good. I don't know that the rest will be good. Okay. He uh, he says, walk with me upon Itishup again. Hear me also. (laughs) Nunashush, spirits from spirits from below, creatures of the night, take human form and join the battle. Bring me my revenge. I did my best.
0: No, right on.
1: We see a cloud of green smoke, which then materializes into a bunch of Shumash warriors. Oh boy! So he's got friends now. And then back from a break, Buffy ties Spike to a chair in Giles's living room. And he complains about being mistreated, says that he has valuable information. So Buffy demands that he tell her everything he knows, but he says that he's too hungry. And then she gives him like a little half-hearted slap. (laughs) Just like, then you sit (laughs) and walks away. (laughs) Giles puts together that the victims besides Xander are authority figures. So, you know, Buffy thinks that the Dean might be next. And she asks Willow if there's anything in the books to stop him. Willow says that she's not going to help her kill him, that he's just one lonely guy. And Buffy says, Will, you know how bad I feel about this. It's eating me up. And then Anya walks by and she says, a quarter cup of brandy and let it simmer. And then she says, but even though it's hard, we have to end this. Yes, he's been wrong. And I personally would be ready to apologize and Spike... Has had enough already. He's like, Oh, someone put a stake in me. Xander volunteers, and Spike says, I just can't take all this mamby pamby boo hooing about the bloody Indians. You won, all right? You came in, you killed them, and you took their land. That's what conquering nations do. It's what Caesar did, and he's not going around saying, I came, I conquered, I felt really bad about it. The history of the world isn't people making friends. You had better weapons. And you massacred them. End of story. So he's like... Not wanting to hear anything about this.
0: (laughs) He's pro-conqueror.
1: Yes. Well, you know... He's a vampire, so... (laughs) A little bit evil there. Willow suggests that, you know... Maybe they, they try talking to him. And Spike says, You exterminated his race. What could you possibly say that would make him feel better? It's kill or be killed here. Take your bloody pick. And Xander's like, maybe it's the syphilis talking, but some of that made sense. And then, of course, Jows is like, I already said all of this, but, you know, no one listens to me. Right. Um, then Willow, Anya, and Xander volunteer to go and warn the Dean. Spike tells them to leave Xander behind because he looks like he'll drop any minute, and he thinks that maybe he can eat someone who's already dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gross. We do, I I don't know. If I was Spike, I wouldn't be eating Xander after he drops dead of that.
1: Yeah, I feel like he's got a lot, you know, it's he can't he the can't be can't a be fresh, good. tasty meal, you nah. know. Uh, not not that way. But nope. I mean, Spike is pretty desperate, so
0: he's hungry. Yeah,
1: he's definitely gone a couple of days at least without yeah. any without any any food.
0: He's looking gaunt.
1: Yes, he is. <clears throat> so then uh da-da-da-da. uh Xander gets up, leaves with Willow and Anya, and then we get some time passing. Spike moans about being hungry. And he says, you know what happens to vampires who don't get to feed? And Giles says, I always wondered that. And Spike says, living skeletons, mate. Like famine pictures from those dusty countries, only not half as funny. Man, he is, he is in a right mood. Yeah, he sure is.
0: Well, he's hangry. This is yeah. what happens if you go too yeah. long without your meals.
1: I mean, I... I would be way meaner than he is right now. That's for sure.
0: Well, how long are you for a ticking time bomb? You're like a good five hours between meals and then you vamp out.
1: Yeah. Then I lose it. Yeah. (laughs) At least got to have some Sammy snacks, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if I get super hangry. I think I have a good- Oh, I definitely do. I have a good handle on that. I'll get like weak and like funky feeling, but I won't get like upset at people.
1: Yeah, no. I get upset and I get weak and I get um, headachy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm, no fun.
1: No. I can't say which sets in first. <laughs> but yeah, probably depends, depends on, on who's the around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Buffy tells him that she's going to gag him if he do- So that he doesn't ruin her dinner Which is going to be nice, quiet Civilized and then an arrow Shoots into the table that Buffy Is setting for dinner
2: <laughs> Huss is in
1: the window with a bow Buffy tries to plead Come with on, him Huss. Yeah she's like you have Casinos now But mm, a window boy. breaks and Giles Just manages to pull Buffy down Behind the cover of the couch as two More arrows shoot in at them and more keeps shooting in as Spike tries to move his chair. Then he's shot in the chest, but it misses <laughs> his heart. So, you know That's good. he's he's safe. Um, then we cut to Ander Ander <laughs> Anya, Willow, and Xander. I guess Ander could be their name.
0: Their couple name. Yeah.
1: yeah. They exit the dean's house. I think I like Zanya better though.
0: Xanya's pretty good.
1: Yeah. Uh, and Xander says that it was a waste of time and that Anya probably shouldn't have opened the conversation with, everybody got both ears?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which, again, I like Anya because I'm like, I feel like that's something I would say. <laughs> uh,
2: of course.
1: <laughs> I like, you know, she's a straight shooter. We, we had that with Cordelia. We lost it. And now we yeah. got it with Anya. <laughs> right. Um, but Anya is perfectly happy because the dean's wife gave her a pie. Then Angel appears to them and uh, Xander also assumes that he's evil again. He tells them that the Shumash weapons are now all missing from the cultural center. And Willow, you know, lets him in on their theory that he's going after someone in charge, a leader. And Angel says he's a warrior. To a warrior, the leader means the strongest fighter, which, of course, is Buffy. So Angel says that he'll call her um and he tells Anya Willow and Xander to get back to Giles's and we see him break the chain off of a bike bicycle then we cut to the phone ringing at Giles's he picks up and he tells the, underlo- the other line he's like oh yes we're 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 under siege now thank you very much and then he <laughs> hangs up and he almost tells Buffy it was Angel but he was like uh it was uh, someone Buffy crawls her way to Giles's weapons chest but gets shot in the arm and retreats and Spike now has three arrows in him, but he's still alive. So yeah. this th- further you Well, know, it, it comes to him
0: sitting there and he has three arrows. Yeah.
1: It's he's just like, a
0: funny reveal.
1: <laughs> I know. He's like, help me. Yeah.
0: Because
1: <laughs> he can't move anywhere. He can't move. He's
0: stuck in the chair. Just getting arrows.
1: And then he's so then he starts apologizing to the Shumash Warriors. So he yeah. changes his tune real quick. Um, Buffy counts how many there are, and she's like, we need help. And we cut to triumphant music playing as Willow, Xander, and Anya ride bikes across campus. (laughs) Very E.T. I love it.
0: Yeah, right. It is (laughs) E.T.
1: And then Buffy and Giles make their way back to the weapons chest. They grab crossbows, and Buffy shoots at Hus, but he dodges. Willow, Xander, and Anya arrive, and uh, they see all the shumash warriors outside Giles' apartment. And they start fighting them with potted plants and garden tools. You know, whatever's lying around. Sure. Some of the warriors break in and fight Giles and Buffy as Spike is shot once again. <laughs> Buffy stabs one in the heart, but it's unaffected. And, she's, and slashes her in the shoulder. And she says, Giles, these guys, they don't die. Angel appears, snaps the neck of one of the warriors. But he's, like, staying out of Buffy's line of sight. Right. Then he throws a spear at one um, that's about to attack Buffy, but, you know, she still doesn't see him. He stays outside but sends the others in to help Buffy and Giles. Buffy rests Huss' dagger away from him, slices his shoulder, finally drawing blood, and she says, your knife can kill you. And then Huss turns into a bear. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Spike shouts from his chair, a bear, you made a bear. And <laughs> Buffy's like, I didn't mean to. And he goes, undo it, undo it. Oh, I love yeah. that scene.
0: That's crazy.
1: <laughs> the bear tosses Buffy across the room. And she, so she like can't really like get in to try to stab it with a weapon. Mm-hmm. But then Xander throws a potato at it to distract it. And then Buffy <laughs> runs in and stabs the bear. It turns back into hus briefly and then into the green fog and dissipates along with all the other warriors.
0: Wow, that'll do it. The gang,
1: that'll do. Mm -hmm. That'll do, Bear. That'll do, Bear. The gang looks around the room. Angel's still outside. He looks in at Buffy for a moment, then leaves. And Buffy looks out the window, but he's already gone.
0: Of course. Just miss each other's gaze.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. From the floor, an arrow filled arrow riddled that's what i want to say arrow riddled spike says what happened did we win <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut to everyone sitting at the table finishing off their pie except for spike willow says she feels lousy but not because of a turkey she said did you see me two seconds of conflict with an indigenous person and i turned into general custer <laughs> and spike still hasn't eaten and he says an entire siege you think one of you would bleed a little giles compliments buffy on her meal and the battle but then she says that it wasn't exactly a perfect thanksgiving and xander says i don't know seemed kind of right to me a bunch of anticipation a big fight and now we're all sleepy (laughs) it's like yeah it's like pretty much every thanksgiving ever right there you
0: go (laughs) right
2: yeah
1: um then he strokes Anya's back and says, you know what? I think my syphilis is clearing right up. Buffy says, and they say romance is dead. <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: Willow says, well, maybe we started a new tradition this year. And everyone kind of like gives her a look. And she's like, maybe not. But at least we all work together. It was like old times. And Xander says, yeah, especially with Angel being here and everything. Whoops. And then, yeah. Everyone kind of like looks at Buffy. And we fade to the credits. And as we do, we hear Xander say, oops, and then yeah. a fork clatters on a plate.
0: Leaky bucket Xander. Leaky
1: bucket Xander. Oh, boy. Maybe that's the syphilis talking.
0: Maybe. That's what I'd blame it on.
1: Any any final thoughts?
0: No, it's uh it's good to good to sort of remember the episode as you recant it there. Yeah. Thanksgiving, you know. Uh, yeah. I uh, thought it was pretty fun it's pretty fun yeah it's pretty fun yeah arrows and spike good time
1: yep bear
0: yeah. Mhm, bear always mm-hmm. love a bear <laughs> except I, uh, I mean i do love a bear in the pixar movie Bra- brave yeah you see that one yeah yeah mom turns into a bear at the end oh it's spoilers for 12 year old oh. movie
1: wow and yeah uh, i don't remember that
0: yeah that was a uh, very yeah I, I wasn't into that i really like the whole beginning of the unbearable. movie it was unbearable yeah, it was unbearable the end <laughs> unbearable i was like really mom's a bear Oh. Uh, have you seen
1: the new one the turning red one
0: no i heard it's good though
1: yeah i have too i need to watch it yeah you'd mm. think i'd be all over it because red pandas you know
0: i know that's your gig yeah yeah
1: but i mean you know whatever i'd rather see them in real life that's right. where it's at
0: you want to hold them
1: yeah. Well, that and I want to see, you know, I want live action red pandas. <laughs> you don't, want, I don't animated. want animated red pandas. That right. does, this is not going to do it for me. Gotcha. Yeah, so I thought it was interesting going back to the very beginning of this episode when the vampire shouted at Buffy, "Why don't you just go back where you came from? Things were great before you came."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Cuz like then it seems sort of weird out of context, but it kind of fits pretty well with like the theme of, you know, the episode of like Probably what the Shumesh, you know, Native American feeling. people were thinking. Yeah. Um, and, you know, again, I thought it was really ahead of its time. Like, I don't know that I fully absorbed all of it when I was watching this episode, you know, for the first time mm-hmm. when I was 12. But um, I thought it was kind of interesting now that I'm a little bit more knowledgeable about it um, that you know, this, all of this was, you know, this episode aired in 1999 Mm -hmm. long before we as a culture decided to stop calling Columbus day, Columbus day long before, you know, kind of the, the cultural revolution that is happening in our country now where we're taking down, you know, statues of, um, you know of of people who oppressors yeah exactly who were oppressors and um and columbus day is kind of the one of the latest victims of that which i wouldn't even really call it a victim because (laughs) i think there were greater victims um so you know it's still obviously very flawed in many ways um especially with Spike kind of shrugging off the genocide, but he's also a monster. So like he would be on the side of the monsters in this situation. Mm -hmm. The Shumash people being represented by a really violent, vengeful spirit is not great. Mm -hmm. Um, In the end, they still kill all the Shumash people using their own weapon against them. So like there's some not so great stuff there. Um, And I was kind of thinking like, oh, it would have been nice if they did something more like what they did in I Know When I Only Have Eyes for You when, you know, they reenact this tragic murder suicide in order to give the ghosts peace. Oh right. So, I mean, that was problematic also, but something, you know, like maybe they could have find a found a way to like give the ghosts peace rather than having to murder them. <laughs> right.
0: But I still
1: think it was pretty ahead of its time. Um, All right. So I thought that was cool. You want some trivia? Yeah. Okay. So the Chumash people are real people and they actually did live along the California coast, um, mostly the central coast, Mm -hmm. and numbered as many as 20,000 people uh, as an estimate um, before contact with the Europeans. The okay. tribe survives today as the Santa Inez Band of Chumash, which has U.S. recognition as Native American tribe and controls a reservation and casino in Santa Inez.
2: Hmm.
1: Um, Anya in this episode acts as if she met, she's meeting Angel for the first time, but they did briefly interact um, during the rite when they were sending Vamp Willow back to the Wishverse in Doppelganger oh okay uh angel was there so all right they, that was kind of a um a mistake what's the word i'm yeah. looking for
0: yeah continuity error or, yeah continuity yeah.
1: error thank you um p- when preparing dinner buffy says that willow's frozen peas will be mushy and giles says he likes mushy peas when actually the english traditionally do serve mushy peas with fish and chips as an accompaniment accompaniment to meat pies and at christmas dinner.
0: I probably like mushy peas too.
1: Yeah. I feel yeah. like I wouldn't mind either way. I yeah. like crunchy peas. I like soft peas. I don't peas.
2: like crunchy peas. No? No. I like Give them me-
1: in the cir- you know, certain circumstances. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I you know, throw some butter on it and let them be mushy. Do you Bo- like edamame? No.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense then.
0: Yeah. I don't like the snap. You yeah. don't need it. I do. I'm with Giles. Mushy peas.
1: All, All right. The well, there you go. Yep. Uh, Angel and Giles suggest that the Shumash spirit, Hus, is seeking the strongest warrior, and Dean Guerrero is briefly considered to be the next victim. And interestingly, Guerrero is Spanish for warrior.
0: Oh, look at that.
1: Look at that. Hmm. Willow refers to turning into General Custer. George Armstrong Custer was a wild card United States Army officer and cavalry commander in the American Civil War and the American Indian Wars, although it seems like he killed more horses than actual Native Americans. Oh, uh, whoops. But still killed many of them. Okay. But also a lot of horses.
0: All right, take it easy with the horses, which Custer. I'm
1: like, dude. They're still useful.
0: Yeah. You know? You don't need to kill them. They didn't do anything.
1: Don't need to kill them. Yeah. That's my trivia.
0: All right. Great but trivia. But before
1: we move on to Lost. Yes. I got to tell you about this crossover.
0: Uh, of course you do.
1: <clears throat> You're not going to care about it at all, but. it's <sighs> it's It's a, a Buffy angel crossover, so uh-huh. I got to tell you about it.
0: Yeah, right. Just got to.
1: All right. Are you ready for another half an hour of Buffy? Oh, no, is it really? <laughs> no, no. It's quick. <laughs> um, it's literally half a page of notes, not even a full half page. Okay. So fun fact, in oh, one so episode, <laughs> Angel uses Jensen International Holdings as a fake business
0: name. <laughs> hey, that's you.
1: Yeah. And his name is something Jensen. I think like Eric Jensen or something. Okay. <clears> okay. <throat> But that doesn't happen in this episode. Just fun fact. I thought I would tell you. All right. All (laughs) right. So in this episode, uh, which airs immediately after pangs. So it's Angel episode or season one, episode eight. I will remember you.
2: I will
1: remember you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Buffy shows up at Angel's office. Not too happy that he was in Sunnydale following her around without making himself known to her, and he apologizes, saying he was only trying to do the right thing. And then, as she goes to leave, a green demon with a red gem on his forehead—so kind of like you know the troll, troll gems that troll had gem? like their belly buttons as gems—but oh. this one is on his right forehead. The forehead. Yeah, uh, he jumps through a window and attacks Angel. Buffy helps him fight him off, and the demon runs away. They track it through the sewers and Angel touches the demon's blood. They split up to find it and it finds Angel slicing up his hand real good with his sword. Angel overpowers it, stabs it with its own sword and it gets some of the neon green blood in his cut. Um, The blood absorbs into him and suddenly his heart starts beating again. He's alive, mortal and human.
0: Oh boy.
1: He walks in daylight, he gorges himself on food, he sees his reflection. It's all good times. Um, But then he worries about, like, how permanent this might be. Like, is it just going to last for 24 hours? Is it, like, he's fully human forever now? So he goes with um, Doyle to talk to the oracles who, of course, know everything. Mm-hmm. And they tell him he's not poisoned, he's not under a spell, he'll live out his days as a mortal, and they release him from serving as their warrior. So he's no longer beholden. As their guerrera? Yes. <laughs> he's no longer beholden to the powers that be, basically. He's free to do whatever he wants. So he does Buffy. A lot. Excuse me? They spend an afternoon doing it and eating in bed. What?
0: Really? This is what happens on the show? Yeah. I mean, he's human now.
1: At first, they're like, we're not, this is, we're, you know, we can't do anything. This is, you know, whatever. They kind of like dance around it. And then, you know, it happens because. Oh, boy. They have a lot of pent up sexual, you know. Right. But this is just,
0: this is gonna, it's gonna have fallout.
1: Well, he's he's human. So. Yeah, he doesn't turn into an evil vampire. All right. So they, uh, yeah, they spend, like I said, an afternoon doing it, eating in bed, Buffy finally getting her her long overdue deserved after sex love and cuddles that she didn't get the first time with Angel because he became evil and she obviously didn't get with Parker. But then Doyle has a vision that the demon regenerated. So he tells Angel and they leave to kill the demon for good. But it kicks their asses, nearly killing Angel. Uh, and Buffy shows up and saves him, smashing the stone on its forehead and killing it. Angel visits the oracles again. And he realizes like he can't protect Buffy or anyone else as a human. So he asks to be a vampire with a soul again. They tell him that the only way they can make it happen is by erasing that day, so like basically turning the clock back twenty-four hours, like the day never happened. Back turn back now. I knew you were gonna say that.
2: Oh.
0: It's that great song.
1: Nope. We all love. So she they, they tell him that only Angel will remember this day. So he accepts the term, the terms, he goes home, he tells Buffy, who's she is devastated Understands they only have a minute left before the clock resets, so they hold each other, and she keeps saying, "I'll never forget. I'll never forget." The clock strikes nine, and we revert back to the scene where the demon first crashes through the window yeah. of Angel's office. So it's just
0: one of those wacky Wednesday episodes. You just do whatever you but want. it's so and erase sad. It. It's yeah. so
1: sad, though. So sad. This time he kills the demon easily because he remembers how to kill it. Buffy remembers nothing because, for her, the day didn't happen, and that's that.
0: Okay, wacky I, Wednesday.
1: I think it's really heartbreaking. On top of uh, losing Oz,
0: yeah,
2: is
1: a lot. I okay. know you don't care because you don't like Angel, <laughs> so it doesn't matter to you. But for me, it was no matter, devastating and heartbreaking, and I am broken.
0: Okay. All right, what do you say we get into Lost? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Let's get into Lost. This is Season 3, Episode 11. This one is titled Par Avion. That's French. I thought
1: it was 12.
0: Yeah, maybe it's 12. Hold
1: on, I'll double check that for you. Jury's out. I'll double check it for you. you Original
0: air date... March 14th, 2007. This one is written by Christina M. Kim. Wait, Jordan.
1: I think you should go back and correct yourself.
0: <laughs> no, it's fine if you correct me. I'll just, you know, no no editing needed, you know? You just okay, correct I just me. Feel like this that is what you do, anyways. Sound... But it doesn't
1: <laughs> sound professional when you don't know the episode number.
0: Dow, are we professional? Come on, Sammy Joe.
1: I'm trying to be.
0: <laughs> yeah, but me? I mean, come okay. on. All right, did you you find out? Is it 12? It is 12. (laughs) Oh, okay, cool. Thanks for (laughs) finding that out. Christina M. Kim wrote it uh, along with Jordan Rosenberg and directed by Paul Edwards.
1: Rosenberg crossover.
0: Oh, yeah, Willow.
1: That's Willow's last name.
0: All right, so predictions.
1: So in episode 47 of this podcast, when we watched Lost Season 2, episode 22 for the Road, I predicted that Claire is Christian's daughter. Mm. And then last episode, I said that we're going to go back to the others and see Jack settling into his new comfy condo prison, and that maybe we'll get another flashback from one of the others, perhaps Ben. Hmm, Interesting. I was not right about those. Okay.
0: All right. So this episode starts with classic shot of Claire. This is post-car crash, it seems. Her head's all bloody, airbags deployed. And she comes to, and she crawls out of the car to her mom, who lies non-responsive on the ground. And, and she we screams. Got
1: a, we got a goth Claire. She's Sith Claire.
0: Yeah, her, her, her hair, hair's all black.
1: Her dark, her makeup is all dark.
0: Yeah, yeah. Her clothes Sith, are Sith all Claire. gothic dark. Yeah, but she's like, mom, wake up, wake up. Heartbreaking, you know? And then flash back on the island. Charlie brings baby Aaron to Claire. And Charlie has set up a picnic for Claire. And Claire notices how nice Charlie is being after being all depressed all week. And Charlie yeah. says, you know, he's turning a new leaf. He sees in the day.
2: He,
1: um, he wrote a little sign for her. He like, brought her a little like island, island uh, tray of fresh fruits and Aww. wrote, good day.
0: So nice. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> taking care of her. And then uh, back with Mikhail, Locke, Saeed and Kate in the jungle. Said and Locke bicker about Locke blowing up the house. And then Kate to Mikhail says, Why don't you just tell us if we're going the right way? And Mikhail says, You're going the right way.
1: And he is he is like very happy to see the infighting that's happening. Oh, in he this likes group. It. Yeah, yeah, he's all about it. He's all smiling and stuff.
0: Mm hmm. And they talk about maybe shooting Mikhail again. <laughs> this is something they keep talking about. They're like, maybe we'll shoot this guy. Yeah, you know, well, we should never shoot him. He's used Be on your I don't guard. Let's, buddy. let's kill him. And Kate says, Enough. Nobody's shooting anybody. The map says where we are. And he says that the map's right. Let's just keep moving. And on the beach, Charlie brings Claire to the picnic, but is intercepted by Dez. Desmond says, Boy, running thick. I was hoping you might want to join me in a hunt. And Charlie says, Oh, well, thanks for the invite, but as you can see, we're about to begin a picnic. And then Claire is looking up at some birds in the sky. She's not really paying attention. And then Desmond says, I think hunting might be a better way to spend your day, Charlie. Yeah, I mean, like all the things, eyebrows you know, raised, like, like hint, hint. hello,
1: you're going to mm-hmm. die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is a hint for you, Charlie. Listen
1: to me. I am your guardian it's angel. It's your best
0: option. And then Claire then has a moment of clarity. Huh? Claiming that she thinks she knows how to get them off the island.
1: Yeah, she's gonna do the up with birds.
0: <laughs> she's gonna do the up. Yeah, she's gonna <laughs> yeah. put
1: them all in a net and and tie them to rope. Oh, there
0: you go. It's not a bad idea. That's
1: what I was like. Is that what's happening here? <laughs> is what she's trying to do? <laughs> was this this was pre-up though, wasn't it? Oh well, yeah, this is yeah. pre-up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, but only by about two years though. If I think about it. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I feel That's like weird. it was
1: around the same time, but.
0: Yeah. So weird.
1: Yeah, so she didn't have that idea from up anyway.
0: You ever think about time, Sammy Joe, and just how weird it is? Oh, yeah. How weird time just goes by. Yeah. When you look back, like 10, 12, 15 years. Like, well, what's...
1: especially if I'm like introducing someone to someone else and i'm like oh yeah i've known this person for holy shit 15 years like how am i old enough for that (laughs) isn't that weird
0: yeah i don't know as you get older time gets weirder and weirder
1: yeah Yeah. well and looking back at buffy because i'm like i feel like it was yesterday that i was watching this
0: (laughs) right obsessing
1: over and it turns out it was 22 years ago right come on heck
0: i know hit me the other day i was like oh man yeah. Right. Are you feeling your age? Always. It's are you just having... getting worse and worse.
1: Oh man. I'm sorry, yeah. Pat. You're having like having some kind of like uh midlife? Midlife crisis situation. <laughs> <happening>? <laughs> yeah, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: know. All right. Claire buy finds son. Yeah, I got I gotta <laughs> save up for it. Claire finds son and gin and she asks for Jin's nets, saying that she should catch birds because they are tagged as migratory birds. And Charlie catches up and casts shades on her plan, saying she doesn't, you know, he doesn't see Catch the point. Cast shade on her plan. Yeah. He's like, I, he's like eh, I don't know, whatever, Claire. What
1: are you going to do gonna... with these birds, Claire? Yeah. He's like, Come I on. just don't
0: see the point. He questions why she, he's like, why do you know so much about birds? <laughs> Casting shade, man.
1: Yeah. What the hell, Charlie? Flashback. He's just mad that everyone's interrupting his nice, you know, right. his nice picnic that his he picnic. planned.
0: Yeah. I would be too. Flashback to Claire in the hospital. A uh, police officer is questioning her about the accident, and we find out her father died when she was two, is what she claims. Mm-hmm. And she gets upset and asks why he's asking so many questions. And he says that this it's standard procedure when there's a fatality. And Claire says her mom isn't dead. She's in surgery, and he's like, "Oh right, yeah, never mind. Bye bye." <laughs> <laughs> Back on the island. Yeah, that was awkward. Rousseau talks with Kate. She says, your friend, Jack, do you care about him? Kate says, yes. She says, imagine 16 years from now, you're told he's still alive. But in your heart, you know that he wouldn't remember you. He wouldn't know you. He wouldn't even know that you ever cared about him. I haven't asked you questions about my daughter because I do not want to know the answers. And then they stalk through the jungle. Kate asked Mikhail how he got to the island and he claims I, I gotta
1: say I am submarine. glad that they had that discussion because yeah. that's something that I was thinking about.
0: You're you're questioning that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like why wouldn't why hasn't that come up yet? Right. Um so I'm glad that Kate asked that question. Yeah. And and I think her response makes sense. You know, she's like she was taken away from me. She's not mine, and I yeah. don't like i it's connection. it hurts too much, yeah, to know you know
0: mm-hmm uh so Kate asks Mikhail how he got to the island. he claims the submarine, but the beacon stopped working two weeks ago, and as Kate presses on with more questions about coming back to the island, Mikhail tells her that she is incapable of understanding since she is not on the list quote mm-hmm. quote
1: must be Jacob's list,
0: mm. he says the man who brought before. me here who brought all my people here. He is a magnificent man. And Kate's like, if Ben's so magnificent, then why did he need one of us to save him? Ben he's is like, nobody. Yeah. yeah, he says, Ben, Ben is not. I will try to make this as simple as I can. You are not on the list because you are flawed. Because you are angry and weak and frightened. Yikes. Yeah. So he's like, hey, you, you, uh, you talk like you know us, pal. And he's like, of course, I don't know you. Saeed Jarrah, how could I? And you, Kate Austin, are a complete stranger to me. Well,
1: Saeed does say his name all the time. So yeah, that, didn't, yeah, that didn't, yeah, that didn't throw really a, me, but yeah. him saying Kate's full name, then I was <laughs> <Right>. like, okay.
0: <laughs> but you, John Locke, you and I have a fleeting memory of, but I, you, you, I might have a fleeting memory of, but I must be confused because the John Locke I know was Peril. And then Rousseau mm-hmm. cuts him off and is like, Psst, look at this. Come here, look. Shh.
1: He was about to say paralyzed.
0: (laughs) I don't know. And they exit the jungle. You're
1: parallel to something.
0: Right. You're parallel to a a Minus hill. Because they exit the jungle and come across a big hill... With these strange beacon-like things in a line, like a fence,
2: like an yeah, and it does fence. look like
1: the Galliminus Hill. I'm like, they just have one hill and they just, they just keep reusing hill. it over and over and over sure. again. Yeah, just any they time just you like, need, like okay a clearing, uh, let add bushes, put a huge rock. Now Drive it's going to be the hill that that yeah. cur- that Hurley drives down. Right. Remove all of these things. Uh, let's shoot from the top. Now it's going to be golfing hill.
0: Yeah, different R- hill. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: shoot from the bottom again, remove all the things, put up these posts yeah. camp that the, are kind of scary looking. Camp the camera looking. a little. Mm-hmm. And now it's going to be uh, scary.
0: Uh, scary smoke monster hill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Smoke monster? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, so they come across this big hill, the beacon, and John Locke says, well, looks like we're here. Mm. Jin and Claire set up a net contraption. As Son carries buckets of fish over, and they sit on the shore and cut bait and chat about mothers. And Claire tells Son about her mom being a librarian. Son's like, Was? And then flashback to her mom's hospital room. Her aunt is there and gets mad that Claire went ho- home to shower. She's like, You left? You went to shower? And then the doctor Yikes. enters the room and delivers the bad news that she's on life support after some massive brain trauma. He then reveals that her expenses have been taken care of by someone confidential.
2: Mm,
1: it's Daddy Shepard.
0: Mm, I don't know. Back on the beach. Claire, John, Sin, what? Claire's son, Jin. you heard me <laughs> right, watch the net contraption, and a bird finally lands in the trap. But before they can catch him, gunshots go off and they fly away. And Desmond pops out and he's like, oh, sorry, bruvah." <laughs> <laughs> and Claire damn it sus- Desmond yeah Claire suspects that he doesn't want her to catch the birds and he's like Whoa, well, why would you think that and she walks away all in a huff mm-hmm. back at the beacons Saeed tells everyone to not go through the line as it is an alarm system of some sort and Mikhail says if you wish to waste your time be my guest the pylons encircle the entire barracks there's no going around them if you don't believe me look at your map And they start to look at the map, and then John Locke pushes Mikhail through the pylon line. So
1: as they were talking about it, I'm like, well, fucking push this guy through. and See what happens.
0: That's what you would have done? They kept talking about
1: maybe shooting him, so I'm like, you might as well. Might as well use
0: him as a hamster. (laughs) Yeah, at least
1: least now he's got a purpose. Right. I was 100% on board.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So a loud noise goes off, and Mikhail says, thank you before foaming at the mouth and profusely bleeding out of his ears and falling oh. over dead. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty, pretty rough. Poor is he? And John Locke just turns and he goes, sorry.
1: <laughs> Don't be sorry. That's what you got to do, Locke. Wow. What were you going to do? Sacrifice yourself? No.
0: No. That's what yeah. you got
1: to do. You got to do what you got to do.
0: Right. Kate yells at John for what he did and they bicker back and forth. Kate claims... Uh, they should go over the fence and ask for an axe. Then Saeed finds C4 in John Locke's backpack. Mm. Saeed's like, I thought uh you didn't know that there's any C4. And Locke's like, well, I stand corrected.
2: Ruh-ro. And Saeed's
0: like, why'd you take it? He said, you never know when a little C4 might come in handy. And Saeed says, you have to do better than that, paleo.
2: Mm. Back of yeah.
0: the beach. I
1: wonder what Locke is... Uh
0: what's he I wonder up to what
1: Locke is up to
0: i think he's waiting for another hatch that guy loves hatches and blowing. he up loves the blowing them up so yeah. yeah he's like just give me another <laughs> can't hatch. resist there has to be more right yeah so uh back at the beach charlie's putting Aaron down for a nap and claire comes flying and hot claiming him and desmond are in cahoots and he claims that he's been with Aaron all day you know he's innocent she keeps digging tells him tells her that he doesn't want her to have false hope. And he's like, I don't want you to have false hope over this whole thing. And Claire gets real mad, saying she doesn't want Aaron around liars and casts him off again. She's like, Get out of here.
1: Yeah, she's being she's being hard on him.
0: Of course. Flashback to Claire in the hospital, and look who's here. Doctor Shepard. Shepherd. Shepherd has arrived. Mm-hmm. Then Lindsay the Aunt enters, and gets upset that he's there. It. Mm-hmm. And Claire asks who he is, and Lindsay tells him to leave. And they start to argue, and Claire asks if he's the one paying the bills. He says, yes. She asks who he is, and he says, I'm your father, Claire. Ooh, big reveal. And this makes Jackie Claire, and Claire brother and sister. huh? Your father. Yeah, Jack's her brother. How
1: could you give up an opportunity to do the Darth Vader?
0: Uh can't believe i missed it and i did it for you i appreciate you pinch hitting for me there
1: <laughs> yeah i took up your mantle
0: Claire, i am your father
1: <sighs> oh the heavy breathing makes sense oh yeah because jack mm-hmm. does that
0: oh yeah <laughs> uh john locke hacks away at a tree with an axe and then there's a short montage of the team carrying the tree and propping it up on top of the pylon, Kate volunteers to climb up at first. She shimmies up to the tree and then drops down on the other side of the pylon. No issues. And then Locke heads over and Kate inspects Mikhail's corpse. Son and Claire on the beach. Son tells uh, her. And. Yeah.
1: When she inspects his corpse.
0: Yeah.
1: He was Definitely still breathing. Was he? I don't. Yeah, I don't know if that's just an editing mistake. <laughs> that's but just the actor. His chest was moving.
0: Hmm. Well, also the Galliminus Hill has some, you know, some, some uh, breezes. You know that. No, his
1: chest was definitely <laughs> it was moving. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: It was very obvious to me.
0: Sun and because Claire on the for beach. For some
1: reason, like I miss a lot of things, but for some reason. When people are supposed to be dead in shows, I always look and see if they're breathing.
0: You're like, they're not dead. I know what dead looks like. That's not dead.
1: That's not dead. (laughs) So again, don't know if it was just editing mistake or if we were supposed to notice that.
0: Okay. All right. So Son and Claire on the beach. Son tells her that she has every right to be upset. Girl talk. They see Desmond and Charlie talking together on the beach far off, and Claire heads over to get some answers. Flashback to Claire working at a piercing Claire's. place. Claire working Claire's. at Claire's. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> look at that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they have that, if they have Claire's in Australia. But you know what? Hmm. I had to use one of those I used to work at Claire's and I yeah. had to use one of those piercing guns that she's really? using.
0: You used to pierce ears?
1: I never actually, well, I pierced my boss's ear. Wow. But I never actually did it on like customers. You don't uh, the, need any special license, training. Nothing. Literally anyone can do it. Oh my god! I was like.
0: I could never do it. I could. Ne- there's yeah, no way. I couldn't.
1: I was like, I am not doing this. And my boss yeah. was like, yeah, you should learn. Everybody should learn so that we could do it. You know, so like if like somebody comes and needs a piercing and like i'm not here like then you can do it and i'm like i don't want to do this and they they give you these like foam ears to practice on yeah. but you know it's not the same as like punching through human skin <laughs> yeah but yeah Yikes. like wow. anyone can like can you imagine me nope, i like, can't just walking up to 16 year old sammy i was probably mm-hmm. 18 at the time but
0: i be like here pierce this ear
1: well, actually, no, I wasn't. I was 17. I was yeah. 17 when I was working at Claire's. Wow. And I was supposed to be piercing ears with no training. Right. Just like this gun that's like a stapler.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Anyway, so that's what she's doing it's here.
0: Definitely not getting infected. No. So, uh, yeah, Claire's working at the piercing place and Christian shows up and asks her to have a cup of coffee with him.
1: Yeah, let me, give me an ear piercing.
0: Yeah. And they have coffee together. She asks him why her mom claimed he was dead. And he says, well, because I no doubt left her with so many wonderful memories. Look, we had a fling. I was back in Los Angeles, and she told me she was pregnant, and she was going to have the baby, have you. And Claire says, and you didn't want to see me? And Christian said, no, no, I came out a bunch of times when you were little, stayed over, gave you toys, I sang to you. And he tells her that he came over because he wanted to help. He says he knows ways to, you know, kill her mom that is, you know, more on the DL without consequences. It's like easy, Shepard.
1: Yeah. Well, because apparently like pulling the plug in Australia. Can't do it. Is illegal. Yeah. That, But that's got to be just because you can do it in America, right?
0: Uh, that's or a great Or is question. there like
1: certain laws around it?
0: I don't know. Maybe it's state by state. Hmm. I don't know.
1: Because I, Dave and I were both like, what? It's illegal? Hmm. So I don't know if it's like an Australia thing or, yeah, like you're right. Yeah. It could be state by state.
0: I don't know. <clears throat> but this sets Claire off and she tells him that she doesn't want to even know his name. And before she storms off, he catches up with her and he says, Claire, listen to me. Do not keep your mother alive for the wrong reasons. Now there's hope and there is guilt. And believe me, I know the difference. He says, bye, kiddo. It's great seeing you again. And then back on the beach, Claire follows Desmond on the beach over some rocks. And she asks him what he's doing. What the hell is he doing? And Desmond then catches a seagull. And she says, how did you know it was going to be here? And Desmond says, I didn't. She says, yes, you did. You had to. That's why you and Charlie were arguing about. You knew. And she asks him what's going on. Desmond says, see that spot over there? That's where Charlie slipped and fell. He got pounded again and again by the rocks and broke his neck. She says, what What are you talking about? He says, that's where Charlie died. And then back at the beach, Claire brings the tag seagull to Charlie, telling him that she knows everything. Desmond told her about all the different premonitions he's had about Charlie's death. And then we flashback to pregnant Claire coming to the hospital. And she talks with her mom, who's still in a coma.
1: Yeah, so she kept her mom alive for a long time.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: That's so sad.
0: She tells her that she's pregnant and that she's given the baby away. She gets emotional and apologizes about all the awful things she said to her. She then blames herself for the accident and everything, and she apologizes profusely. Back Mm -hmm. on the beach. Charlie reads the note that they have written about their situation of the crash survivors on the Island. And we get a little montage of some of the survivors. Charlie then folds up the paper and Claire tells him that she's not giving up on him either. And that he's going to be okay. They attach the note to the bird and they release it as it joins other birds in the sky and flies off. And it kind of like flew like up and around and left. And I was like, Oh, it's going back to the Island. Yeah. And like, (laughs) It did like a loop-de-loo and kept going. Yeah. Got it it yeah. had to
1: get its, you know, its footing, its w- right. winging. its winging. Yeah. Yeah. In the sky. So basically, they are hoping that because the birds have trackers on them, somebody's going to find this note yeah, and come looking for them. But also, right. they didn't like put it in a little plastic baggie or anything. So like, I was this, thinking, I was like,
2: this this is that thing really going to land stay
0: in there? the water and then... Right, or poo on it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Gotta protect it somehow, come on. They're
0: like, look, it's a piece of paper. Uh, It's just got poo on it, just throw it away. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Um, And then in the jungle, Saeed announces to Kate and Locke, we're here. And they walk through the bushes and peer into the little condo huts. Mm. And we see Jack running at full speed towards them, only to turn around and catch a football from Tom. And then Jack spikes the football. He's having a grand old he's time. He's so happy. He's having a good time. Yeah. And then, boom. Lost title.
1: I mean, he's not in a cage anymore, so that's not definitely an improvement.
0: He's playing playing the the football americano. Yeah. Yeah. So boom. That's the, that's the episode. What do you think?
1: I don't know. So I wonder if like jack is genuinely happy or he's drugged or it's stockholm (laughs) Uh, syndrome wow but also i mean i'd be a lot happier if i was living in a cushy condo rather than sleeping on a. it's not too bad like either sleeping under a you know under a tarp on some sand or in a cage or or whatever these are all better options or all, all of these options are not as good as you know condo home life
0: yeah Given the circumstances, I'd buy right into this cult. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Give me this shirt. Yeah. Let's do it. Give me the... Oh, where's the book club?
1: The The potato sack dress. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'll go hang out. We'll talk about books. I'll
1: read some Stephen King. No problem.
0: What? I got to massage Ben's feet? Eh, whatever. Is it Tuesday Still already?
1: So worth it. <laughs> <laughs> to- You yeah. mean Toes Day? <laughs> toes
0: Day. All right. Uh, you want some trivia? I only got a couple. Yeah. All right. So the title of this episode is par avion, which literally means by plane in French and commonly refers to airmail, mm-hmm. which is used on letters to indicate to the post office that they are traveling overseas. Par avion.
1: So a lot of overseas travel here. The birds mm-hmm. are.
0: Why do birds suddenly appear? Uh <laughs> this is the 61st produced hour of the series out of 121 hours making this episode the halfway point of the series.
1: Wow, I was wondering when we were going to get to the halfway point. Yeah. I wasn't tracking that with Lost, this but I was halfway. but I am tracking it with Buffy.
0: 50%.
1: Wow, we're yeah. not quite halfway with Buffy yet.
0: Okay. Uh, And that's all I got for trivia. Not a lot this week.
1: Wow. I can't believe we're halfway through Lost. Pretty crazy. That means we're pretty much halfway through the podcast. Right? That's wild.
0: That is wild.
1: We got to watch a lot more Buffy, huh?
0: Mm. Sure we will. I got some
1: (laughs) double headers coming up. Sweet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Um,
1: Uh Cool.
0: What episode wins? Is that what we do?
1: Yeah. Um, we can. Normally, we do favorite moments. But... All right.
0: Let's do favorite moments.
1: Okay. So what's your favorite moment of Buffy, Pat?
0: Um, I really like a saying, mushy peas, <laughs> but I think I got to give it to uh, uh, Spike getting shot with many arrows. That was yeah. funny. Was hilarity.
1: <laughs> I really liked when Buffy makes a bear. <laughs>
0: accidentally
1: yeah. oh i mean really you know huss turns himself into a bear right uh and spike is like you made a bear you made undo a bear. it undo
2: it yeah
1: <laughs> and i really love the uh the et homage of riding the bikes across campus <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so oh, silly yeah. that's a good one um yeah how about what's lost
0: f- well what's your favorite mom- moment of lost
1: Ah, uh, you're not going to like it. <laughs> okay. It's Locke pushing Mikhail across the perimeter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bold that was kind of cool. Harsh, but necessary. Yeah. Got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be you. It's not going to be sure. Kate. It's not going to be right. Saeed.
0: Right. So, so basically. You're so cold-blooded sometimes. Well. You got murder gotta, in your heart.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they were thinking about killing this guy anyway. They don't yeah. need him. They've got maps. He keeps He keeps lying to them. He's like, oh, yeah, it's totally that's fine to to walk over this line. No problem. Oh, yeah. is it? All right, go ahead. But okay. the fact that he turned around and said, thank you, that's yeah. interesting.
0: That is interesting. I wonder what that Maybe was all about. Maybe he's
1: like, I just don't want to hear you guys arguing anymore. You know? Yeah. Like, kind of it's like Spike. like, I spike. can't
0: hear this bickering anymore. Yeah. Yeah. All How right. about you? Uh, uh, favorite moment is probably just seeing Jack running, running with football, spike of the football. Come on. It's good stuff.
1: Like he just, because he looks so happy.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah. I just like the the editing trick that they did too. Where oh, they cut to him and he's like running at them.
1: Like they fake they fake him, fake him yeah. out.
0: And you're like, oh whoa man, he's coming for us. Yeah. But it's like, nah, he's just catching a football. Yeah. 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 Well, good times. That
1: is, that's good.
0: All right, what episode wins?
1: You go first.
0: Uh, give it to Buffy. Yeah, I'm giving it to yeah. Buffy too. Not much happens in this last episode. No. I like traveling. the perimeter
1: thing. Like that was cool. That was cool. You got. I mean, you got to figure something like that. You know, yeah. was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the reveal of Christian Shepherd as Claire's father, even though I already knew that. Yeah. I mean, like I quote knew it. Knew it. You know, like in mm-hmm. my soul. Right. But. Yeah. So that was cool. But Buffy is just fun. Yeah. You know it's good time. Even good time. with Angel, even with Angel, you give it to Buffy. I like that. Sure. What do you think is going to happen next on Buffy? Pat.
0: Oh, so Spike's still hanging out. I think he's going to keep hanging out till he gets dechipped. Uh, he'll sort of be a non-threat to the Scooby Gang, so so he'll hang out with them for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I think Xander's going to keep having different odd jobs. We've seen him as a bartender. We've also seen him as a construction worker. Yeah, I think that's and gonna... he
1: mentioned in this episode, or he didn't mention it, but I think Willow, when they were talking about him at the beginning, was like, oh, I, I missed the hot dog on a stick
0: thing. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah. So he did that for a little while. <laughs>
0: right. So I think he's just going to keep doing different jobs throughout the episodes of the season. Until uh, which he finds would be himself. Funny. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got.
1: Okay. Uh, I, well, I think it would be stupid for Kate and co to storm the condo complex because there are way more others than there are of them. Mm -hmm. So I don't really have a prediction there. It's just going to be interesting to kind of see how that plays out. Okay. But I don't think they're just going to go in there guns blazing.
2: No I guns mean, I guess, blazing.
1: I guess they could go in, you know, with this bomb blazing, but <laughs> that seems like a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, you don't want
0: to you don't want to blaze a C4.
1: <clears throat> no. Um but I guess they got to do something cuz like they, you know, they crossed that that per, that perimeter. Right. So, I don't know. But I'm okay. not I'm not uh ready to make a prediction about that. All right. Uh Claire's eventually gonna find out that she's Jack's sister, but I'm wondering if Jack will figure it out first somehow, and like he has to be the one to tell her. Yeah. That's sort of what I think is gonna happen.
0: You are my sister.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm hmm. So yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, and the list that they were talking about and the guy that Mikael was talking about, I think yep. it's. I think it's all pointing to this Jacob,
0: this chap. mysterious Jacob chap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good predictions.
1: Okay. Thank Peace, you.
0: Piece of media. What do you got to recommend this week?
1: Well, Pat, <clears throat> as I was laid up all last week. Yes. You know, I needed a uh, needed something new. You're right. To really sink my teeth into. Mm-hmm. So I watched lucifer i had not watched any of this show okay and i had heard some good things about it Mm -hmm. and it's six seasons and i basically like i think i have like (laughs) i have like a few episodes left so that's pretty much how i spent all of last week yeah uh, it's a really fun show. It's it's a definitely like a procedural crime drama thing. Yeah. Uh. So but it takes place takes place modern day L.A. Basically the devil decides that he's kind of bored with running hell. So he wants to, you know, visit Los Angeles. He owns a nightclub in, L- in L.A. Mm-hmm. and a friend of his um, is murdered. So he tries to like help out with the investigation, realizes that he likes investigating crimes. So he becomes a consultant to the LAPD Mm -hmm. and spends his days helping to solve crimes. Oh, wow. And is also just sort of like, he's played by uh, Tom Ellis, who's British. Mm -hmm. And so he's got great puns, British humor, and is just, just sort of a delight and fun to watch. I'm not normally into like procedurals, yeah. But um,
0: this one works for this
1: you. one. This one is it's just fun, you know, just fun and yeah. silly. So it was a good thing for me to watch. Didn't, you know, didn't require a whole lot of brain power. Nice. So, yeah, I'm uh, going to recommend that. What you got? All right. Want to talk about Batman?
0: Yeah, I'll recommend what I already spoiled earlier in this episode. I'll recommend the new The Batman, which uh, it just started streaming on HBO Max um okay so you can check it out there it's uh it's a batman story but it is dark and rainy and very moody and robert pattinson is a a emo batman Mm -hmm. uh doesn't say much um moves very slowly and deliberately but the cinematography in this movie is really great Uh, it's shot by greg frazier who's just one of the newest, coolest um, cinematographers who's shooting all the new cool stuff these days. So uh, I found it visually arresting and interesting. It's definitely worth a watch. You should check it out.
1: How, How does it compare to the other...
0: The Dark like Knight movies? Literally,
1: well, Dark Knight, Timber, and Batman's the two, well, two Batmans that came after the Timber and ones were kind of a joke, but let's yeah. be real. <laughs> like, yeah. how does it compare to the other Batman This one movies? is
0: slower. Mm-hmm. It's not so huge action. All the action is like kind of small and tight. There is like one car chase and a, like a few other set pieces, but it's a lot of detective work um interesting way slower paced a lot more dialogue um so it takes its time it's always raining it's very dark mm. uh so
1: sounds yeah. very sin city
0: yeah it is very sin city there's also a lot of like uh, voiceover yeah there's a lot of voiceover oh, like sin city too hmm. yeah so how yeah, i would say it's sin city mixed with Seven.
1: Oh, hmm. well i like both of those so yeah how do you feel about Robert Pattinson as Batman versus other I like Batmans? Him.
0: I like him. I don't think it's like the bee's knees, but I think he's fine. He's fine in mm-hmm. this. Yeah. It may be a little too moody. You know, I kind of like the Bruce Wayne with a little swagger, you know? Yeah. But this Bruce Wayne has no swagger. He's just I, like, Ugh.
1: I think that's why I feel like it was you who made the point that, um, oh, what's his name? The Tim Burton Batman.
0: Uh, Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton is the best
1: Batman because... Or at least he's the best Bruce Wayne.
0: Yeah. Great Bruce Wayne. Because I think...
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you were the one who said, like, he does a really good job of being different, having different personalities. Yeah. As Batman versus Bruce Wayne, which... Yeah. I don't feel like... um, christian bale does he's yeah. just always batman yeah he does I mean, like he's a good batman a, but
0: he does more of like a patrick bateman <laughs> as as uh bruce wayne yeah you know from american psycho
1: yeah i know yeah. oh i know
0: oh you know patrick bateman all right well well should we wrap it up
1: let's wrap it up pat
0: so listen, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all the places. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you can. That would be wonderful. And what else?
1: Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at kickstreampod. We love to hear what your favorite moments are or which episode wins for you. You can support us on Buy Me a BuyMeACoffee, buymeacoffee.com slash kickstreampod, and send emails to kickstreampod at gmail.com.
0: And always remember that
1: streaming, streaming
0: is, is better, better with vengeance.
2: Friend.
0: Oh, oh sorry. Uh friends. <laughs> okay. Just went full Batman on you, you know? Couldn't help yeah. myself. Oh
1: I thought you went you want hus, hus on me. Hus?
0: Oh, or whoos. Yeah. Either or. Huss Hus. Hoose? Yeah. Hus. Hus. Hus? Hus. Ooh. <laughs> Alright, we'll see okay. you next week for another episode for episode bye.
1: 64. bye, bye. bye.